Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another somber episode. Mm-hmm. Also fantastic. Fantastic. Good somber. Morning Liberty. Yeah. My name is Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows everything there is to know about Israel-Palestine, Mr. Nathaniel Paul <laughs> Thurston. That's true. Yeah. I didn't know anything yesterday morning, but today I'm an expert. Yeah. That's uh, that's what Google will do for you. Mm-hmm. As we get into this, we'll see. I'll tell you about how hard it is to actually learn about these things without being biased. You know, but not me being biased, but being biased by other people, mm. other people's outlooks on things. And I want to warn everyone: if you go to watch this on YouTube Rumble, Charlie's not like embarrassed right now or anything. Mm. His face is just—it's super red right now. And I want you to know that he's allergic to essentially everything. Basically everything he's allergic to. Especially Nate. So I came in the room and I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm breathing. I'm alive for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, it's not looking good. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble or what's the other one? Odyssey. Uh, Then, then that's why. That's why Charlie's so red. Yeah. Or TikTok. You're probably not watching it. Okay. So we don't post uh, videos anymore, but. A real terrible thing, a terrible thing happened over the weekend. So that's uh, what we'll be talking about. The uh, Cowboys got blown out by the 49ers. It was freaking awful. I left the game early last night. I came over to watch it at Charlie's. Brock Purdy was and, dropping uh, bombs. My God, it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Barbaric. Yeah. Even. It was, that's what how I would most describe. Evil mother. Last night's game. Okay, the other thing in all seriousness, I told myself this is not a joking matter. Yeah. And I don't, I've never been great at listening to myself, <laughs> but we're going to do like our best possible because this is all actually really, really bad. Obviously, and we're against death. Yeah, we're super like, against is, death. This is the most anti death podcast yeah. you're going to run across. And this is even worse than death. This was like, th- this was like murderous, barbaric, torturous, terrible death mm-hmm. for women and children and the elderly and all kinds of people that happened in Israel by the hands of Hamas over the weekend. If you've been online at all or watched the news at all, uh, then you know just as much as we do about this thing. I was scrolling through the news stations this morning, like Fox and CNN and BBC and all the other stuff. And of course, that's it's just wall to wall. That's what everyone's talking about as they... As, as you would assume, mm-hmm. they would be talking about right now. According to, this was a, uh, a thing from Reason this morning, they say death toll passes 1,100. Now, let me see if they're talking about just in Israel or if they're, I think they're counting uh, Gaza also, so Palestinians also. And I just said Palestinians. Now, some things that you read might say, well, there is no such thing as a Palestinian because it doesn't exist. Well, if you ask some people, there's no such thing as an Israel. It doesn't exist either. It's mm-hmm. very complicated. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, I, I posted about it over the weekend saying humbly, probably more humble than anyone else I saw posting about this over the weekend. Um, but you guys let me know. I just, I doubt it, you know, that I had no idea. <laughs> I had no clue what's going on because mm-hmm. I know nothing about the history of Israel and Palestine. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I didn't realize, I didn't even know that Israel wasn't even officially a state until 1948. Yeah, the only thing we do know is that this piece of dirt 
has been fought over mm-hmm. for thousands of years. And what, what and we, what's hard is it like, and I'm not being facetious here. It gets lost in translation. It does. You know, it also matters what year you pick. Now we've talked about this before. I think when we were maybe even talking about Ukraine and uh, maybe even some other areas of the world, what matters when you talk about these land disputes is what year you decide was the right year when everything was correct and everyone had the land that they were supposed to have. And what gets really confusing is we select different years for different countries all around the globe because honestly, if we say it's Israel, then we're either starting history at 1948 or we're starting history at like 700 BC something like that, and we're skipping everything else that happened in between there Mm -hmm. when Israel uh, lost the land and it was kind of Palestina, I think is what we're going to see in some of the things we'll read. And you get a chunk of like 2,000 years there where it was Arab territory. It wasn't wasn't Israel. Mm -hmm. And so what matters is, does your history start at 1948? Does it start at 700 B.C.? Does it start in 1920? Was that the proper time in history? And then if if you're looking at Israel and they say, well, it's 700 BC, clearly that's the right thing. Of course, Americans want to be like, well, what did the world look like in 1776? Yeah. We'll just go back to that. <laughs> right there. But that's not what you want to do for Israel. Like, does America belong to Americans? And that's what I'm saying. If you go back to 700 BC, then we got to give it all back to the Native Americans, whoever mm-hmm. those people are. And those and tribes are fighting with and each it's other. probably not even the ones that we ran out in the 17, 1800s or 14, 15, 16, 17, 1800s. Started in 1619. We all know that. <laughs> you know. Well, 1492 when Columbus is Columbus Day, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Slash Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah. When Columbus slash came. murderous yeah, slaver. When Columbus day. came here and murdered everyone in, in, uh, in 1492. I guess, is when he sailed the ocean blue, as mm. we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, is that when history started? I'm not sure. And like I said, you pick different times for each country at just whatever you decided was right. Is it Ukraine? Well, I don't know if you think um, Israel should be returned to, uh, it, you think it's Israel, well, or is Ukraine Mother Russia? Or do you think Israel is Palestine? Is Ukraine Mother Russia? Which one is it? Uh, Who's rightfully got the land? I don't know. It's that's you see how confusing this is. I mean, this this is what DeSantis's permitless carry leads to. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Over land dispute. I know. With their you know, their neighbors. <laughs> I can't help but make jokes. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. But it's, you have to make jokes because what else are you gonna do? You yeah. know? What can you do during this time? That's, We're against war. It's called gallows humor. So mm. when you get into this really, really terrible situation, what are you going to do? We could cry. All I, or thought, we could all I could think about it, was you know? the neighbors getting in a gun dispute. Yeah. <laughs> These are just really big guns. It's, it's what it These is. These are a lot a, bigger guns. A neighborly dispute right now. Do you think Hamas flashed his permit? That before? was No, they didn't need permits. That's right. It's permitless yeah. carry over there in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's what this kind of stuff leads okay. to. I got you. Uh, there was a just a couple terrible things that, of course, everyone has seen. Um, there was a music festival going on in Israel. And they, I think they're saying that 260 people that were killed at a rave there-ish, something like that. Uh, then you've got videos of people going around getting snatched up, 
getting murdered, elderly people getting murdered. Uh, you got viral videos of just terrible, awful things. I try to not ever actually see pictures of dead bodies and real violence and stuff like that, but you kind of couldn't avoid it if you scrolled through X over the weekend. Uh, so I'm sure everyone saw the same things. I did. It's, it's absolutely terrible. And there's no, even if we have a discussion and it turns out that there should actually be a two-state solution, as they call it, where there's an Israel and a Palestine, or, okay, I kind of get well, why Palestinian people are so upset because the UN came in in 1947, 48, and just said, oh, yeah, you guys move over. These people coming in, we're going to make this Israel right here. Okay, if you... I can understand why the people who have also been there for generations, according to them, generations, thousand years, they've been there. You know, I'm sure Israel had it before that, but these people have been here for a thousand years. And now people are coming in and saying, nope, 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 you guys move. You guys get out of here. We're going to make this Israel. We are UN. We are the people who decide and it's, what people live where. It's really a religious dispute, mainly. It is. Right? It's, so a holy, is... it's holy ground, uh, allegedly, for both of them. Mm-hmm. So that, but I guess the Israeli, the, the holy ground would go back further than the Arab mm -hmm. holy ground. We've passed my expertise at this point. Yeah. I just burned out all of my expertise in the first mm -hmm. nine minutes of the show. Yeah. So, well, they found biblical <laughs> artifacts all over Israel yeah. and Turkey. I mean, and listen, you listen to the Christmas songs, it says Israel in there. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That must have been really awkward singing those songs before 1948. <laughs> I bet. Are those songs newer yeah. ones that we yeah. sing? Yeah, all right. Give us sure. a bit of give a, give us a bit of history here from these pundits. Uh, so I think this is important because as we talk online with people, you get both sides a lot. Like this is Israel's right to defend itself, and of course, everyone's history. If you're saying this clear, which you do have a right to defend yourself, mm -hmm. what Hamas did here is absolutely terrible, and I hope every single one of them gets what's coming to them. I, I absolutely do, but I don't want other innocent people to die in the process. And then we also know, as Americans, that when you kill other innocent people in the process, you just further this forever war. You create more Hamas at that time. Yeah. So, and and the thing is too, and I so I can say as a Christian, like I do believe that uh, the Jews, the people of Israel, Israelites are are the actual original children of God. Now, of course that expands now to Gentiles, but, um, so I, I do think that, but I don't want to let that bias my opinion, thinking that Israel has a right to go and, and bomb everyone and kill everyone. I think we have to approach this objectively because if you look at the gospel of Jesus, I don't think he, I, I didn't read, you know, in Matthew where he says, you know, drop bombs to make sure that you're, you know, your brothers and sisters you're trying to bring to me, Yeah, you know, feel the love. I think technically when dealing with Israel, you have to base it on old Testament God. Well, is the thing, you know, but that, but I think that's you know, the disconnect though. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Cause there is a new covenant. I know. That, well, but that kind of, you know, kind of flies in the face yeah. of this whole Israel thing, you know, I mean, well, they, they killed our Lord, you know? <laughs> yeah. The Jews. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, Let's go through a little bit of the history. This stuff is fairly important, I believe. <laughs> Copperhead from the... You got to join the Fed Haters Club. All right. Join gml.com. Actually, don't do it because you don't... <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to see this kind of stuff, actually. Copperhead says, Jesus said those with Riz can drop bombs. I don't know what Riz is. Really? 
You don't know the Gen Z? Have you seen no, the Gen I Z haven't. Bible? I've heard this one. No. Have you seen the Gen Z Bible no, stories? No. Oh my Riz? God, it's so good. Charisma. Okay. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Okay. He's All got, right. Got that. Got that Riz. <laughs> you know. Israel. He's a Rizinator. <laughs> Let's just. Let's do a little history lesson because as I said on X, I don't know anything about the history of this, of this area. And I happened to find one place that went back past the year 1880. Because if you look up Israel and Palestine conflict, it all starts in like the late 1800s, according to everything that you read. You Washington Post, New York Times, you go anywhere and read about this, it starts in the late 1800s. Well, there was in fact time before that. So... so you have to ask, well, what about before that? Because those people were descendants of people that were before them. And so what were they dealing with at this time? Mm. And you trace it all the way back and um, you get down to the single cell organism, you know, in the lake or wherever it was. Right. And so I think it's their fault. Four billion years ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Israel, uh, which people were having a hard time spelling also over the weekend, it was trending in two different spellings. Israel. Yes. Uh, first appears near the end of the 13th century BC within the Egyptian. Do, do this is a serious question? Do Jews use BC as a timekeeping <laughs> mechanism? I mean, there's I guess another. They believe Christ existed. They just didn't. Yeah. Right. Well, because there's they know another. Because they, they know they killed him. There's another meaning for BC. It doesn't mean just before. Christ. Oh, okay, I've always heard BC. Yeah. Someone that I've always heard before Christ. Not. I'm honestly just asking dumb questions right now and I'm being I'm humbling myself mm -hmm. before the audience at the moment I, I'm wondering the answers to these questions uh, let's see uh, referring apparently to the people rather than a place inhabiting what was then Canaan a few centuries later in that region we find two sister kingdoms Israel and Judah which is the origin of the term Jew according to the Bible there have been there had first been a monarchy comprising both, apparently also called Israel. So that's Israel and Judah, a monarchy comprising both called Israel. And about 722 BC, the kingdom of Israel was conquered by the Neo-Assyrian Empire, centered in what's now Iraq. As an ancient geographic term, Israel was no more. And this is 722 BC, uh, conquered by what is now Iraq. Israel was. Uh, Judah alone, so it was Israel and Judah, then Israel is conquered in 722 BC. Less than a century and a half later, Judah was overthrown. Its capital, Jerusalem, I've heard that word before, was sacked, like Dak Prescott last night several times. The Jewish temple destroyed, and many of Judah's inhabitants were exiled to Babylonia. I've heard some of these words in the past. Following the exile's end, a little under 50 years later, the territory of the former kingdom of Judah served as the heart of Judaism for almost seven centuries, although the rebuilt temple was again destroyed in AD 70 by the Romans. I think that's in the Bible somewhere, right? Temple getting destroyed? I'm not sure. I've heard about that temple before. Uh, Palestine, this is AD 135. So still quite a long time ago, you know, close to... 1900 years ago or so, something like that, right? Yeah. Something like yeah, that, close to. 2,000 like, years yeah. ago. This is Palestine. Following a failed Jewish revolt, Roman emperor, see now this is just retaliation for this Jewish revolt. Mm -hmm. Roman emperor 
Hadrian <laughs> expelled the Jews from Jerusalem and decreed that the city and surrounding territory be part of a larger entity called Syria Palestina. Palestina took its name from the coastal territory of the ancient Philistines, enemies of the Israelites. Okay, so this is in 135, the Jews are pushed out and they call this place Syria Palestina. So this is almost 2,000 years ago. All right. Now, what, before we go further past this, what we are, what we say is that in 1948, when Israel became its own state, we were rightfully restoring this land back to pre-135 AD, so almost 2,000 years before that, essentially. Well, but it was Judah. Yeah, Judah then, yeah. yes. And uh, the Israel part was conquered, what was that, 722, 722 BC, so even further mm -hmm. back in time. Good Lord. And yes, this was because of the Holocaust. Jews were looking for a place to go. And also the Holocaust uh, helped the movement. I believe it was called the Zionist movement uh, for this whole thing to take place because people felt bad. It was kind of a, a convenient PR time for creating your own mm -hmm. Jewish state. Yeah. I don't mean any of this as like a joking matter. I'm just, just laying it down right now. Zionism and British control. In the second half of the 19th century, long-standing yearning of the Jews to return to the territory of their ancestors culminated in the nationalistic movement called Zionism. The Zionist cause was driven steep by steeply rising hatred towards Jews in Europe and Russia. Immigrating Jews encountered a predominantly Arab populace who also considered it their ancestral homeland. So, arriving Jews uh, encountered a predominantly Arab populace who also considered it to be their ancestral homeland. How long do, do your people need to be in a place before you call it your ancestral homeland? Because like my family has been in a little town in Illinois since like, I don't know, 1895 or something like that. BC? A AD. <laughs> 1895. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that, I mean, that's my ancestral homeland right there. What about you Japan? Know? I've, maybe Japan too. I don't know. And plus, why do people care so much about it? Like, do you ever think about where your people are from a thousand years before you? Mm -mm. No. I do. I. Although I will say, so part of me thinks this is a little different only in the aspect of why are people willing to go to war over this land? It, because it's in the Bible. Well... Not well in the Quran as well. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's in the religious. What I'm saying is, why do people like say you you if but, you're at a pole America? But sorry, what motivates your... you? But what motivates you beyond just reading it in a book? Right? There's got to be there. There has to be something, and this is what I like how Jordan Peterson talks about things. Like it doesn't matter what people say. How do they act? Mm -hmm. Like what are they actually doing? What actions are they taking? And this war <laughs> has really been going on. Um, for thousands of years, right? And, and uh, the live group is saying, stupid sky gods. Someone said, my family is from Germany and I'm still upset about how World War II went. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I guess maybe it's our white privilege where I don't just don't think about things like like that. Like your ancestral home. I, I'm not even talking about it in the context of this, but there's a lot of people who just talk about the past all the time. You watch a TV show and there's like a Native American, you go on the res, you know, on the reservation. They're mm -hmm. all talking about all these things that happened. Like 
200 years ago. And I'm like, seriously, yeah, get over it. Yeah. Like it's now right well, now. And somebody okay. said, in, somebody said in the live group as well, that um, this is why you forgive your enemies mm-hmm. or you let vengeance destroy you. Mm-hmm. And, and this is exactly what it's, it's what the Bible talks about. I think it's even what the Quran talks about that, that if you harbor bitterness and resentment and vengeance, um, it's going, it's going to destroy you and the people that you love. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, we have to come to a place where we can all get along, um, despite the differences. Um, but there is something, I feel like it has to be deeper at a spiritual level for sure. Otherwise these people wouldn't be willing to, to put their lives on the line or other people's lives on the line mm-hmm. and actually go to war over this sand very sandy over there the a lot of yeah it's quite dusty quite a bit Mm -hmm. let's look at the pictures so what we're just a little bit more here at that time the land comprised three administrative regions of the ottoman empire none of which was called palestine in 1917 a land came under british rule in 1923 mandatory palestine terrible name for a place uh, which also included the current state of jordan was created its Arab inhabitants saw themselves primarily now as Palestinians in the sense of a nation, but instead as Arabs living in Palestine. Ultimately, the Zionist project succeeded because of the global horror in response to the Holocaust. In 1947, the UN General Assembly passed Resolution 181, partitioning the land into independent Arab and Jewish states. The resolutions met immediate Arab rejection. Palestinian militias attacked Jewish settlements. Now, at this time, remember... When they decide to partition out this place called Israel specifically, you are taking land from people who have been there and their families have been there for thousands of years at this time. I'm not, I'm still, I'm not trying to make excuses for anything that's ever happened. I just want to actually understand what happened here and why we look at it differently or why some people choose to look at it differently. Mm -hmm. Like why? Like for instance, like I bought this house and I have a little piece of land here. Mm-hmm. If somebody came in and said, "Oh, we got to give this back to somebody else," I'd be like, "Well, why? Like yeah. I bought this is my property now. Yeah, I bought this. Blood, sweat, and do you know how much work went in to buying this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, and because someone else screwed up <clears throat> before me, why do I have to suffer the consequences of that? And then, and so I start making. So I understand. I, I completely understand. Absolutely. I start making all these comparisons to like the Native Americans in, in America. But then I'm like, okay, well, how far back do you go? Back to our original problem. Because before the Arabs were there, it was Israel again. And, you know, if you go back mm-hmm. far, far enough in history. So how far back in history do you choose? Mm-hmm. Who was there before them? I don't know. Yeah. Not I, sure. I mean, at the end of the day, humans are a cancer on the planet. We should get rid of everyone and to give it back to the animals. That's it. <laughs> Just give it back. And we might be doing that. The only way. After the uh, all the nukes, you know? Yeah. After all the nukes start dropping, because this is starting to look pretty bad. I mean, just imagine if all of a sudden... I mean, look at who... We have a few countries at war now, or, you know, territories, whatever. At World War III, it's, it's, it's on the horizon. Some of the accusations have been, as usual, that Iran is helping Hamas and Palestine, like trying to fight Israel. 
which is bad. And once again, if you use the obviously native- America's sending their biggest ship over there, we I yeah. guarantee the seals have been there for a couple of weeks already. If you look at the uh, if you look at the comparison again, like with Native Americans, imagine Canada were helping these Native American tribes on the res up there to retake America. And you look out mm-hmm. the window and you see these roving bands of Native Americans on horses shooting Canadian bows and arrows at all of our cars and stuff like that. And you just look out there and you realize this wouldn't have happened if it weren't for Canada. So at one point, you know, that we decide that we're going to fight Canada instead. I feel like you can blame Canada for a lot of things. mm Mm-hmm. You definitely can. Yeah. Duh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We've all been there before. I know I'm there all the time where I'm trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden my brain just keeps racing. My thoughts just keep racing. And it turns out like two hours later, I'm just sitting there thinking about stuff that I shouldn't even be worried about. Maybe it's time to work out and you're excited, but then all those negative thoughts creep in. You know, you know what you should do. You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Now, I've done therapy before in the past. It was very instrumental in my life and who I am today. Charlie has used BetterHelp also in the past. He loved it. Very easy, very simple, and very helpful as well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com G-M-L. There's a lot of stuff on how Israel helped to spawn Hamas. That's well, here's the thing. Everyone in this conflict, they think that they're right. Mm-hmm. Okay? That it, all of them do. Everyone is right and each side has a point. Like that's, they're both right in some ways, but now we're talking about retaliations for retaliations. And yes, uh, Palestinian people are upset about land being partitioned and taken away from them. But then there was a, they, you know, decided on this, these plots of land for people. Israel has encroached on some of that and occupied some of that because of a war uh, that happened and so they've kept some of the land. They're called an occupying force, and some of in some of the uh, articles I read. So I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely outside of my bounds on this. Now you got these people in the Gaza Strip. Now I've been hearing about the Gaza Strip like my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot yeah. of it. By the way, they came in on, like, paragliding in, and in in my head, I mean, you're talking about the fans. I remember one time when I was younger, we were joking around about getting one of these things. And in my head, when I heard about them paragliding in, I was like, oh my God, it would be hilarious if they came in on one of those little fan go-kart things with a parachute. Reminds me of Fly Away Home. And that's what they came in on, you know? Remember that? It's not hilarious. Yeah, the goose thing. I remember that. Yeah. It's not hilarious. But this is how people were landing, I believe, around that music festival where people were out doing a rave. Oh, so this was was Hamas's people coming in? actually them coming in. Wow. Yeah, because Israel is like a heavily guarded place. Yeah. You know, they, it's making me rethink this whole border wall thing and whether or not it's going to work. Told you they can get you over know? it. <laughs> you can paraglide over the top of it. Yeah. You know, you can push through it with a bulldozer. You can order all those parts online without any suspicion, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so you can. I mean, you can get these things for like yeah. a couple thousand bucks. Bicycle parts. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> these people 
coming in right there. Anyway, there's... And again, you didn't know you needed to shoot those people down. Air Force landing right there. Air Force. Uh, 260 bodies have been found at the site of the Israeli music festival following the uh, the attack. Wow. So, yes, yeah, this, this was called the Nature crazy. Festival. This was essentially a rave in the wilderness. Uh, and videos we're seeing from just before the attack took place makes it look like, you know, your typical music festival rave all night party with a bunch of young people dancing to DJs. Uh, but then after these rockets start, including that video that we've all didn't exactly keep um, their anyway, so God, could you imagine being that. like high? I know. Like on maybe on shrooms or something, you're at this musical festival rave, Worse. trying to experience God, of course. That's, yeah, because that's you why know, you're doing. They're that. from Israel, Get, yeah. getting closer to God, and they're on mm -hmm. psilocybins or something. Yeah, and all of a sudden, people are like, "Oh, there's rockets coming in, there's bombs," and you're like, "What?" That would be uh, that'd be a sobering moment. Here's this here's this warship making its way in, the Gerald Ford aircraft carrier going to the Eastern Mediterranean Sea. It's a big boat. Tell you what, man. Where's um, the aircrafts, though? It's, well, they're all empty. stored. They're all stored down below, hmm. dude. It's 2023. They're down there. They got all that military money, man. They store their stuff in the garage. Um, let's see. I believe they've said nine Americans were killed in this. That's the official reports I've heard so far. A hmm. lot of people taken hostage, like 100 hostages. Israel has started uh, bombing the that had started bombing Gaza <clears throat> and they gave everyone a warning, like women and children get out. We're going to level this place. And it's just not going to be good. Mm -mm. There's going to be a lot of innocent people that die from this. It just, there were a lot of innocent people that died in Israel. And specifically, I don't like it because they were innocent human beings that died, which means I also don't like it when there are innocent human beings that die anywhere else either. Even in even in Gaza, because there are mm. innocent people there. These type of wars, I mean, I guess Gaza is a small enough place. It's twenty five miles long and seven and a half miles wide, uh, so it's small enough place. They probably have enough bombs to level the whole place if they want to, and they may end up essentially it could doing tip that. Over. It could could fall off into the sea. I'm not sure. <clears throat> uh, so anyway, I wanted to talk about some of the war hawk this out here nikki haley who's running for president said this is not just an attack on israel this was an attack on america finish them netanyahu they should have hell to pay for what they have just done mm. okay during the first debate i i jokingly called nikki haley ron paul on a couple of her responses this is not a ron paul response mm at all um this was specifically i don't know if she's seen a map or any of the videos this was specifically pretty specifically actually an attack on israel it wasn't an attack on america mm -mm. okay no, it, i know that the un did not decree that land american no, land it, it is not so as far as i yeah america has not been involved in this thousands of year old war over no. there We've involved ourselves now when we give Israel a ton of money, basically made them a pretty big military power over there. Um, but no, this was not American. This is what happens when you create American interests. Like we spend hundreds of billions of dollars. I don't know what it's totaled up to now on Israel and their military. And now it's specifically an American interest, you know? And then I hear people say things like, well, Israel's our last line of defense against the 
name your country over there. Okay, when did they swoop in and win any of our wars that we've been losing for the last 20 years over there? Yeah. Last line of defense, when? Also, I feel like the last, we have a a big Mm. ocean in between those countries over there. Yeah, you know, real big. Yeah. Speaking of, the big ocean didn't stop 9-11 from happening. They're calling this Israel's 9-11. When you look at the number of people that have died and the number of people that are in their country, it would be the equivalent of like 40,000 people dying in an attack in the U.S. on a percentage basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're calling this 9-11. They're saying that there are many people saying that Iran funded this. Uh, and so that means that essentially means that Iran becomes Saudi Arabia in this comparison, which means we should do nothing to Iran at all mm. uh, because we totally ignored the fact that Saudi Arabia funded 9-11. It's not a conspiracy theory that actual U.S. government found, like, yeah, they, concluded. Mm-hmm. The hijackers <laughs> did were this. literally from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we concluded that they were the ones funding this thing. not a conspiracy. Uh, let's see. We know this U.S. military planning to move U.S. Navy ships and military aircraft closer to Israel, a show of support, like moral support. You move them closer. <laughs> you feel clo- the warmth of empathy. the ships. It's an empathy move. <laughs> Close. You know? Just got to see them. You can't just do a phone call. You got to mm-hmm. actually make an action, show up outside the house. Someone in the ship's going to be holding up a boom box outside the window, playing some kind of Israeli song, and that's Love how we song. show support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, uh, this is some of the attacks in Gaza that are happening right now. Um, it it's going to be way worse and already is going to be way worse for the Palestinian people than it is for the Israelis that were killed. The, there will be way more people that die in this. I'm Once again, I'm not saying right or wrong, yes or no. I don't like any innocent people being killed at all. And we know as Americans that you can't destroy an ideology, that in fact every time you kill a, a, a terrorist – or even an innocent person, you kill, you create more terrorists mm-hmm. that pop up after that. And it yeah. doesn't even have to be people in Gaza. It doesn't even have to be Palestinians. There are plenty of countries full of people that will sign up to go and fight Israel. And I'm sure it already happens right now. It doesn't even have to be these specific Palestinian people. So it, it doesn't stop. You're not going to stop it. There needs to be some type of a peace deal that happens. I mean, imagine living next mm. door to that stuff going yeah. on. It'd be terrible. Mm. Um, Israeli Defense Minister orders complete siege of Gaza, saying electricity, food, and water will be cut off after the Hamas attack. It's going to be really bad. There's 2 million people that live there. It's going to be a humanitarian mm-hmm. disaster coming up here pretty soon. Here's a weird thing. And this is, yeah, as a live group is saying, it's a cycle of hatred. Mm-hmm. It's just going to keep going. And this is, um, so I'm currently reading Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Really good book um that i've scanned before but now i'm at like actually reading it the only way to actually promote peace and this is something i think martin luther king jr did a really good job of is like love is the only thing that can actually drive out hate Mm -hmm. you have to come from a place of of understanding and i'm not saying that the palestinians are right or that the the israelites are right or whatever what i'm saying is that you have to have someone in in these negotiations willing to to try to understand the other side be like, hey man, I get it. I get it. I understand. But you have to you have to empathize with that human emotion of them feeling because like I said, they both think they're right. Okay? The only way to stop the violence is to is to show love. And I don't know how that happens 
when you have thousands of years of history on both sides where mm. they feel so strongly about it. Well, the I most don't, I don't know what to do with that. The issue is going to be that... And it is way easier said than done. It's not yeah. like I could go over there and be like, create a peace deal, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying I can do that. I'm just saying this isn't how... This isn't a way to peace. Dropping bombs isn't a way to peace. No, I mean, the their idea is going to be that they're going to kill everyone that disagrees with them, and and it's not going to it's not going to work. Take yeah. it from the U.S. It's not going to work. Then people okay. argue, well, what about you know Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Uh, um, you know, well, we'll see if they drop a nuke on Japan. I don't know if it'll work, <laughs> but I guess it worked last time. Yeah. Um, the thing is, you mean Israel? They. <laughs> Just saying, I was just wondering if Japan becomes the punchy bag like anytime someone's like, okay, we dropped the nuke on Japan last time, just do it again. They yeah. did fine. Yeah. They did, they, everything ended up fine. They for seemed them. to recover. You know, they recovered well. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know where, why my mind went that way. I guess because I'm that was the, the part Japanese part of my mind. Um, mm. The problem is with the love part is that one of the sides has to either agree that the land isn't theirs or be okay with someone else occupying their what they see as their land and just get over that in your analogy of someone let's just say they just move into the bedroom downstairs in your house you know like oh well the un said that i could do this um or they could be like well i lived here like two thousand years ago so i'm gonna live right here let's make it a free market and so Come in, make a free market. You have to come in and purchase some property. At some point, you're like, hey, dude, like you're you're kind of blocking my stuff here. You know, it's my house. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I don't know. You get a safe right there full of what do you do's. Yeah. Or you got a, or you got a book full of what do you do. You are allowed to, which one are you going to choose? You're allowed to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, this is, it's a mess. Get your brains. This is a mess. It's a real mess. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been now, it's one thing to support the Palestinian people and think that their land was stolen from them and that it's rightfully theirs. Of course, you're drawing the your year line at a specific time after Israel was conquered and taken. So that's where you say history began. If you say this is a Palestinian land. It's another thing to use this barbaric rape, murder, torture, kidnapping of innocent women and children and and men and the elderly to go out and start protesting or start rallying in favor of Palestine at that point. Like it's kind of gross when you think about that. But that's what happened over the weekend. It's got a nice beat to it. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the cadence of the thing. But it I really don't feel like you want to align yourself with like Hamas terrorists that go out there and you know, raping and killing all the women and children and elderly people and all that. It doesn't it's not a good look for your cause, Mm -mm. in my opinion. And so some people disagreed, I think. They had pro-Israel, pro-Palestine people. They got fights going. Uh, this isn't good. No, it's not That's good. in Florida, too. So Florida, man. At least it wasn't Nazis this time. Wait. 
not actually playing out there? How can you fight when that's going on? I don't know. How does that make you want to fight? Yeah. Some people with American flags out there, too. Okay, and then we've got, we got a few minutes here, but if you look at some of the blame that's being thrown around real quick before we get out, one thing that we'll dive further into. And I'm sure we're going to be talking about this all week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... Trump revealed highly classified information to Russian foreign minister and ambassador. This is from May 15, 2017 from the Washington Post. And this is being thrown around as a potential thing uh, that was then given to Iran, which was then given to Hamas. And now Trump is being blamed for a lot of this. We'll dig further into that. Of course, people have to find a way to blame someone. Another thing people are doing. Finding a way to blame Trump for this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he made the Israel deal recognizing Jerusalem as the capital. And yeah, true. So that it's obviously his fault. Well, probably made some people mad mm-hmm. when that happened. Um, then a lot of people saying, well, what about the weapons that were left behind in Afghanistan? They say U.S. weapons left behind in Afghanistan are being used to attack Israel. Now, I say it's a little soon to say that they've looked at the serial numbers on the guns and lined them up to the <laughs> to the actual, you know. yeah. To the actual papers that we had on all the guns, I get it. That's probably a pretty fair speculation. We've left a, we've scattered a lot of weapons around in this area. In fact, almost everyone fights every war with American weapons. Yeah. Basically, our military-industrial complex is the source for all of the military violence in the entire world. And as the live yeah. group says, I bet the CIA funds both sides. Yeah, I'm sure they but are. But it's not like CIA funds one side, the FBI funds another, and then you have all these agencies, unknown agencies. Then that you don't have, even have any letters. Then you have the conspiracy theories. That'll never theories. confirm or deny. You're bringing up CIA. Then you have the conspiracy theories. How? How in the heck did the CIA not know about this? Israel didn't know about this. Mossad didn't know about this. Their heavily guarded country. Wasn't able to stop this. They have plenty of surveillance. They have a ton of money for their military and their surveillance state. No one. It was a festival time. Like it was prime for some type of attack. High security time. And it was also the the 50 year anniversary uh, plus one day of Yom Yom Kippur. Kippur? Kippur? I can't believe. I can't remember how you say it. Uh, Which was another time that Israel was attacked. Um on a religious holiday, same same time, you know, same religious holiday it was at that time. And no one had any clue. People were just able to paraglide in there with their stuff, you know, just have a full-blown incursion with actual people into Israel. So then your conspiracy theories go something like that. Plus, Benjamin Netanyahu, not super well-liked, or he, last week, he wasn't super well-liked and was going through some controversy mm-hmm. as he has before. Uh, and now whole country's rallied behind him. Isn't that weird? And also, if I might, if, you, if you'll pardon me, I'll throw in my own theory on top of this. It's kind of, we were drying up as far as our military money that we were going to be spending on other countries. You know, maybe not going to vote on sending more money to Ukraine. Jim Jordan, who might end up being the Speaker of the House, said, oh, it's not important to America uh, that we, you know, send more money to Ukraine. So now we can send it to Israel. But guess what he's super on board with? He's super on board with sending money and aid to Israel. Mm -hmm. And so it's really crazy how we have this changeover in the House. I know this is way far-fetched, 
we have this changeover. You're just noticing then, things. You're not saying that's happening. And then all of a sudden, the CIA, Mossad, they, this all happens. No one can stop it. And all of a sudden, here we go. We found someone that we can send billions of dollars in aid to again. Mm. And when it was officially drying up for Ukraine. Mm. It's just really weird how that happens. It okay, is. That doesn't make the loss of life any less tragic. There's still a lot of people that were killed, but... Um, I assume that Israel is a government made up of men and women that are corrupted by their power and do terrible things. Like any government. Like all, like any government, just like the U.S. government, just like all of the other governments. So I don't give them any leeway because they're a heavily religious government or, or anything. Okay, I don't know anything about them. Tim Scott says Biden's weakness invited the attack. Biden's negotiation funded the attack. And this is another thing going around. Biden... The administration, because we all know Biden is barely here, um, Biden allowed $6 billion of Iranian money to be released to them. I believe it was being held by South Korea, I think, at the time. So this is Iranian money, and this is oil money, and we're holding it because Iran funds terrorism. And so we're not allowing them to get to their own money that they made from stuff that they sold, mm -hmm. Okay. And so in, in a negotiation to release five or six U.S. prisoners, I believe, they released $6 billion that can only be used for humanitarian aid, like food, stuff like that for the country. It's been earmarked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, they say they're going to pay close attention to how they use that money, make sure it's only going for humanitarian purposes. Now, one problem is that money is uh, fungible. You so you could say, well, we were going to use our six billion dollars we have right here for food and water and stuff like that, and we got this six billion dollars, and so now we can use this over here for something else, and we'll use this six billion for the food, water, whatever else it was that we we're going to get. But it frees up. But it frees up mm -hmm. another six billion. But I'm going to take a different stance than people on the right. You know what? It's Iran's money, and and what actual right does the U.S. government have to say? You can't have that money, even though you made it selling your own stuff that we all use. Call the oil is super important. And we're Imagine not going to give you this money. Iran did the same thing to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, wouldn't go well. You can't, you can't put this in your military budget. Because, I don't know if you guys know this, but we funded a lot of terrorists around the whole world. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're one of yeah. the major terrorist cells around the whole world. A bunch of them have been funded by us in the first place. So, how do you think all these other countries who get victimized by, what if you get victimized by Al Qaeda or ISIS or the Taliban? You ever, I know that, you know, books aren't as common in that side of the world, but they might be able to find out that turns out the U.S. created a bunch of these people, you know, and then that creeps, you know, creates more people to hate us. Mm -hmm. Blowback. That's what that's called. It is. It's yeah. blowback. And, and isn't, isn't that interesting? You know, if you look at, if you look at places like Afghanistan and all this information is available now, but yeah, we're funding, we've been, we've been funding mm -hmm. all sides mm -hmm. at all times. Okay, I know you got to... I think we should listen to that Ron Paul video. Um, this ha this one has to do with Hamas specifically and um, Israel. It says two minutes long. We yeah. can listen to what this he has to say to, about that. This is a way to recap. Sure. What's happening in the Middle East, and in particular with Gaza right now, we have some moral responsibility for both sides uh, in, in a way because we provide help and funding uh, for both Arab nations and Israel. And uh, so we definitely have a moral responsibility, and especially now today, the weapons being used 
to uh, kill so many Palestinians are American weapons, and uh, American funds essentially are being used uh, for this. But there's a political liability, which I think is something that we fail to look at because too often there's so much blowback from our intervention in areas that we shouldn't be involved in. You know, Hamas, if you look at the history, you'll find out that Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counteract Yasser Arafat. And you say, well, yeah, that was better then and served his purpose, but we didn't want Hamas to do this. So then we as Americans say, well, we have such a good system, we're going to impose this on the world. We're going to invade Iraq and teach people how to be Democrats. We want free elections. So we encourage the Palestinians to have a free election. They do, and they elect Hamas. So we first indirectly and directly through Israel help establish Hamas. Then we have election. Then Hamas becomes dominant, so we have to kill them. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense. During, during the 80s, uh, you know, we were allied with Osama bin Laden. And uh, we were contending with the Soviets. It was at that time our CAA thought it was good if we radicalized the Muslim world. So we financed the madrasa schools to radicalize the Muslims in order to compete with the, with the Soviets. There's too much blowback. There's a lot of reasons why we should oppose this resolution. It is not in the interest of the United States. It's not in the interest of Israel either. Amazing. Silence. Yeah. What do you say to that? Silence afterwards, because no one agreed with them. That was a resolution to def- to uh, support Israel's right to defend itself and, and a peace agreement. And I guess he was opposed yeah. to that at the so time. So really this attack from Hamas <clears throat> is America's fault. Yeah. We well, propped him up. Hamas is Israel's Al-Qaeda. Yeah. And we literally propped him up. <laughs> it's, it's, Yeah. We propped up the we propped up Al Qaeda against the Russians, mm-hmm. and then we, we had, had to fight them. And then we had to fight them. Just like someday we'll be fighting Ukrainian Nazis in Israel. We'll see. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> that's a hot take. Calling it. That's that's a that's a bomb. You just dropped a bomb. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend, a family member, or a foe. Um, also, you know. I don't think uh, prayer is a bad thing, so we could we could pray for all people involved, mm-hmm. you know, for the violence to end, for innocent people uh, to not be killed, even though that's going to happen. Um, the only way it, to stop this from happening more is to stop innocent people from getting killed. Mm-hmm. Like that's if you go in there and you kill the specific Hamas people that went in and killed Israelis, that's one thing. But you go in and you kill a bunch of innocent people who are just stuck in a place that they can't leave, then this just keeps going. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, so go to uh, godhatesfeds.com to get your merchandise and sign up for the Fed Haters Club or join gml.com to sign up for the Fed Haters Club. Do all that. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.